Hello guys, my name is Nicholas Tamjidi. Pleasure to meet you guys. Welcome to my motivation. It all started off with a goal of mine. Lose 20 pounds to join the Air Force. 35 pounds later and continuing. I have made my goal. I leave June 2nd for the Air Force. And this podcast sort of came out of it. Motivation is like a little fire that needs constant attention. And having somebody in your corner to help you fuel that fire. Um, I'm actually talking today with a really good friend of mine and somebody who's helped me a lot. And my God, have we gone back. Uh, Mr. Ivan McClay, how are you today, Ivan? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Oh my God, dude. Jumping in on all of this. Ivan, give a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what do you do, and sort of like, just go into it, I guess. Just just go go a little bit about yourself, and we're going to let the questions kind of happen organically. I'm a college coach. I wrestle. Been wrestling for probably like 20 years at this point. I had some success with it. You know, I went to nationals a couple times. Any accomplishments? Like, like, like what you do, man? What, how'd you do in nationals? I won one. I got a third and a seventh, and then one year I didn't wrestle. So, yeah, understandable. I'm a teacher by trade, so like my major is education, history, special ed. Right now, as a college coach, we're working on kind of like our season with COVID is kind of difficult. But I was gonna say that's that's got to be pretty difficult when it comes to like you know keeping yourself motivated because everything's like so virtual, you know. Yeah. Everything virtual kind of sucks for everybody. No one wants to do it. The kids get tired of doing it. We, as a coaching staff, we don't have many things that are virtual besides like maybe our meetings. And honestly, those are kind of nice that they're virtual because realistically, I'm not important at the school. So I just put myself on mute and I don't turn my video on. I do my office work and then I'm talking in the background. Like that's how I feel about like all my like classes at Zoom right now. Being a college student myself right now, it's like, Right, me personally, I like them, but at the same time, it's like I would like to be around people. But not gonna lie, I'm kind of fucking with it right now because, like, I got, I, I got everything kind of like, you know, packed down. I can do my shit at my apartment. I can go to my parents' house in Burton and just like hang out. Like usually, yeah, I have like a glass. I'll have like a glass of wine before like my um my diversity class oh lord it's 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 two hours long it's it's two fucking hours long ivan two hours long that sucks two fucking hours god it could be a three-hour class oh god like i don't mind labs man but like it's staying motivated to be just doing school like right now is starting to sort of get better i guess because like i'm starting to get into sort of my punk like a routine uh and i think getting into a routine is a very important thing to staying motivated as well you know no you're right dude. routine you touched on a great point so routine in itself is great but what i think people don't realize what routine produces is consistency that's what's important over everything in my opinion if you have a goal that you're trying to reach if you're trying to do something with your life, no matter what you want to accomplish, if it's worth accomplishing, it's probably hard. And a routine that sets you up towards that goal produces consistent results. So like, say I'm trying to get big, just fucking. How's that going, by the way? (laughs) 
right? Yeah, um, I'm probably yeah. up five, ten pounds since uh, last I checked. But yeah, you know, I mean, like, I'm probably still like, I'm not 60 yet, 160 yet. But oh, uh, dude, how the hell do I weigh less than you? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just fucking, I'm just thick. I don't know. Big bone, <laughs> baby. Big bone, baby. He's a big yeah. bone, baby. I'm getting fat. But yeah, was right. consistency is more important than anything. One of my favorite quotes is anything worth doing is worth doing poorly, which sounds counterintuitive, but hear me out. Let me explain. Doing one push-up is always better than doing no push-ups. Doing 10 jumping jacks is always better than doing no jumping jacks. Like it doesn't matter what your goal is, little strides will always get you there faster than no strides at all. So I know a lot of people, this is like, say they're trying to lose weight or they're trying to do something of that kind of nature, you know? Something that takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you stroke it, it's going to take time to lose weight the healthy way. Oh, damn right it does. It take it took me solid five, six months to get results. Like Yeah, see? And people's problems like, are, like, they make the decision to lose weight, which is great. That's probably, in my opinion, the hardest step to do. And once they made that decision, once they start coming to the gym, whatever – like i guess it would be like awkwardness like after, um, after a week i think honestly a lot of people quit yeah well most people like they go really hard at first like they try like they're definitely committed at first but then they burn out because they set a pace they can't keep it's like telling a cross-country runner like hey you can just sprint the first 400 meters as hard as you can and then we're gonna run a race that's not how it works you need to stay consistent so like my like when i coach people when i'm like working with someone who's like completely new to physical involvement. Like, say I'm just working with like your stereotypical soccer mom. And yeah, she, right. Yes. But I'm like, Becky. yeah, okay, whatever. She has like three kids, you know, she's never worked out since high school, whatever the stereotype is. But like, say I'm working with someone who isn't really familiar with working out at all. I'm starting them with less than they can actually do. I'm like slowly progressing to things that'll make them slower because like what's more important to me is the, the like the habitual routine like you said of coming to the gym i like one of the worst things i think people do is once they go to a new gym they they go super hard like i said you know they do that sprint and then now their brain associates that gym with just a bad time like every time we go here it sucks every time we go to the gym it hurts every time we go to the gym dude oh my god like i being 18 and a college athlete that's memories yeah, definitely. There is a rewarding feeling to it. And like, that's, that's what keeps you going for like the first week or two or something. But that rewarding feeling, like it stays with you, but it doesn't carry you, if that makes sense. Like there's always that feeling, but it's always like a nice little, you know, I made my bed kind of day. Yeah. Like, that's and, and honestly, making your bed is the most important thing because like, even if your room isn't all that dirty you, or a little dirty, it means at least you took the initiative to just even make your bed. That's important. It's just making that's, the attempt and making it consistent. That's pretty much how I see weight or weight loss or weight building. Like in either case, like it's all about consistency. So my yeah, biggest I just started going back to the gym, honestly, because yeah, well, my, I was my ready my to lift. Pet, exactly. My biggest pet peeve is people will be like, oh, I want to go to the gym, but I kept missing days off. So I just quit. I was like, well, that's the point. Like if you miss days, you keep going and eventually you keep getting more and more and more and more. Like it's a progression. Like you don't have to start off going seven days a week. Once is fine. 10, 10 pushups, like 
it's almost better to go to the gym for a light stretch, you know, 10 minutes. Like, here's what I tell people. If you made a decision not to work out, like you're like, you know what, today is just not today. I don't want to do it. You know, you already made that decision, right? We'll get past yeah. that. Now the next thing you need to do is make the decision to go into the gym or not. Like even just walking into the building, like just walking in, saying hi to a couple of people or don't get a 10 minute stretch and like keep going to the gym, like associate that with like routine and maybe going to the gym and like just going there to talk to someone, maybe going there just for like things that you kind of want to do. Like that doesn't bother. Maybe just walk, like literally walk on a treadmill and watch TV for half an hour and leave. Those kind of things will help you like associate the gym with a better time. And that will in the long run help you. Like everything about that can only benefit you if you stay consistent with guess what so like i started doing more pull-ups like like i associated the gym honestly as a pretty happy place for me like i get i get excited to go to the gym like my body's like oh you didn't go to the gym today yeah no you're gonna have a bad day right but you made it a really bad day and 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 honestly i i see people like my girlfriend left me whatever so I decided to take that association rather than just like, you know, destroying self-destruction that I usually Mm -hmm. do and decided to put it into pull-ups. So I pull out the depression, you know, like, like that's honestly a natural, like, and common, like reaction to guys getting dumped. Like I thought I was the only one because I had a similar experience before. Like, I know a lot of people, a lot of guys, when I get dumped, it's time for games. And then like, once you start feeling happy with you, how you look again, then it, it works out but so don't feel like it's it, 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 it's it's better than honestly like that could be like another really fucked up way for guys can for just get motivated because like it only like i've noticed this in society like we're a little we're, we cry a little bit too much but none of us really do the action to get to there i know people that are like would rather go to the bar than go to the gym and And I would like to think that's society's fault, but I feel like that's been a problem throughout like human history. Like there's always been followers and leaders to be a follower. You just got to be like content with what you're doing and then like work with the system. You know what I mean? Like, like as far as like you, when you bring up leadership, like, like what kind of qualities would you say that like you would look in a student athlete to be as more of the leadership type? Because like, I think I, I think like the, the leadership kind of leader. role is a very common. It, it's very uh, what is it called? Uh, it's transparent. It should be pretty obvious to know who's the more motivated individual. Right, for sure, definitely. Motivation plays a huge part of leadership because you need someone fuck or you need someone who's already pushing themselves so they can also push other people. But I would say I that like the, the average <laughs> person who's like a leader is kind of a dickhead because it's more like it's really easy for those kind of people to get a leadership position because like you said they're they're jerks like who once they stand in the way of a jerk everyone wants to just kind of like move out of the way that's kind of like the leader follower sheeple people that's the honestly that guy honestly is like the guy that you would follow to hell and back honestly because he is so strong he has the energy he has i guess you think you look at him it's kind of like he's got it together but like he's got no tolerance for bullshit maybe we're thinking of different kinds of people but i'm thinking of a very 
unfair and stern person. Yeah, no, that 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 is that is totally what I'm talking about. Like my brother is an unfair and very stern person. Like you see, I think the best kind of people are the ones who can be leaders. Like they can step up and be that dick. But the ones who don't want to, the ones who are like, no, I'm fine just like staying in the crowd. Like, I think if you can, but don't want to, that's the best person for the job. The one who doesn't want the position. Really? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I look at it as like the silent leaders that, 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 um, like to lead more by example than like kind of just being more stern. Why I say those kind of people is like applying, uh, power with like love if that makes sense i i think see that's the thing like as a coach myself i really associate more with like being straight up and real with my kids and like but you know like i have like I, i've started introducing them to strength strength coordinators my friend peter who's going to be on the show tomorrow by the way it's to even for me, I think co- I get well, uh, coaching, especially on the motivational side. It's like what was motivating for me is to just even get one of those kids to listen. To even get one high school kid to listen to you, it's like, oh my God, wow. Especially this one kid, his, his name um, on our team, he's, he's, he's a bit, well, he's now in Baldwin Wallace and he's pretty stubborn, but like he's starting to sort of get that gist of what i'm trying to say like he's against coffee and i'm like bro he's like what about pre-workout i'm like well if you want to be honest like you know being college athletes uh, our coaches even advised well my coach advised us against pre-workout because like it could show up in a drug test it can and, and, but there are pre-workouts like just certain there are certain brands that are tested and there's like a certain foundation that you can rely on to like make sure like if you take that product you won't test positive for anything if that makes sense yeah but why take the risk as an athlete especially college athlete well this is for college and um olympic so the olympics are actually more stern i think russia just pretty much dopes up their fucking people all the time like hey take these steroids and kill one olympic bro they were banned from the olympics at one point i'm surprised their soccer team at that olympics or that soccer team at that world cup wasn't tested for for steroids (laughs) <laughs> they probably it's blood, were, it's blood doping. I don't encourage steroids at all, but I feel Neither like do I. I've known people who've done them, and I feel like it's really easy to get away with it if you know what you're doing. I do not encourage it because there's horrible side effects. Like my friend is experiencing them right now, but like he was Ooh. explaining it to me, and it did not sound difficult. Like he, he got, he got the hang of it. Yeah, no, I think blood doping is like the biggest. It's the it's the adding the oxygen. Or yeah, it's oxygen, right? Let me explain blood doping to you. Well, yeah, no, we did. They did. Do you know? No, you want me to explain what it is? Huh? They would take the yeah. I mean, you can, but I know they take the blood out, store it somewhere, and then add it into them just before the race. Mm-hmm. Well, what they do on top of that is they'll take drugs that um, artificially increase their blood cell count to the point where their blood starts to thicken up. Like, um, but there have been instances like you cut um, a cyclist's arm and instead of like a blood coming out, it comes out like jelly kind of, Ooh. like a really, Ooh. like not, maybe not jelly, like honey, like it comes out very like thick. They'll do that. They'll get all these red blood cells. Like it'll be stupid, good in shape. They'll take that blood. They'll start donating it to bags. They'll keep it in on like storage. And then after they pass their drug tests, like, you know, three months later, they will take that blood and it'll inject it themselves. So not only are they injecting more blood, they have 
more blood cells they have like everything about it increases their their um oxygen capacity jesus like you know that you know why like they have uh the training center the olympic training compound in colorado <laughs> because that's sort of like a natural version of it i guess yeah it's just there yeah that's just there lucky them bro like I'm probably gonna I mean, go you've back. Wrestled, to you've wrestled with some Olymp- Olympians, and what would you say yeah, their motivate? Their what do you think their mentality of motivation is like? Dude, um, my friend, she gets motivation from everywhere. So the one thing she did invest in is a mind mindset coach. So she has someone who like she calls every night or talks to anytime she needs a text, and he just like motivates her up. He's like the like the prep guy. Like he he's, he's coach. He's Coach Carter, fourth quarter. He's that guy. Oh, oh dude, really? Yeah, dude, that like, sounds like a really dope dude. Yeah, but he he does that for her. Like, anytime she needs a little prep talk, he just talks to her and, like, gets in her head. And then, like, another thing she does is she'll leave a lot of sticky notes everywhere she goes in her house. And it'll just be, like, little signs, like, you're a champ. Like, little, they sound corny, like, when you read them out loud. But that's just, like, daily affirmations for her. Every time she, like, she flips a switch, it says, like, you know, 2016, you know, Olympic champ or something like that. I don't know. That's probably not it, but. Well, then I started to do affirmations too. Like, that's funny that you bring that up. Cause like, I'll wake up and be like, good morning to everybody. That's good. I'm good. I'm glad that God gave me another chance to wake up and have another day. Thank God for my mom, my dad, my brother, my friends, and everybody around me. And then my day just starts. Mm-hmm. You gotta start daily positive. Yeah, the day is negative then you can only then you start off on a bad foot now you have to progress just to stay neutral and that feels like that just take like out more of your body honestly you're just more tired at the end of the day yeah it's very taxing on the body and brain there's studies that prove that like we can show that with science that's the hardest thing for me some right now today it's sort of just like getting ready for it all. It's like, keep going, keep going, keep going. And you didn't text me saying, bro, you're impressed. I'm like, yeah, I didn't have that much motivation. Stop making me laugh, you fucking asshole. Stop making me laugh. This guy's making me laugh. Oh, my God. This guy is funny. Guys, if you ever get to meet this kid, this kid will make you laugh just straight off the bat. I'm going to ask you like two more questions, and then we can call it a day. Um, I, you, you said it yourself, like it's the people that don't step up as leaders or just feel like they just are inadequate enough or not good enough to step up in the leader position. Because usually you have that jerk that you're going to fucking buzz heads with. Um, right. But for that person to sort of like if, want to step up as a leader, like mm-hmm. I, I, I even I felt like you were more of the lead by example kind of type, like. You weren't more of a talkative yeah, type. You were, you, but 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 at some but at some t- point, like people start. You started to talk more. You started to sort of get more out of your shell, and like you know, that's pretty motivational. Myself, you brought me out of my shell, and um, well, once you start getting more comfortable with yourself, it's easier to start leading others. It's like how are you going to be a leader if you can't be comfortable in your, by yourself? Where with yourself in front of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why you gotta be like, like, but, like we've known each other for like what? How long? Like, at least a year. We've known each other for at least a year. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? 
Am I We're wrong? Back since the days of Notre Dame College of Ohio. Ooh, wait. <laughs> shout out to the best school that I've made the best friends, but shout out for the school that's eh, maybe not the best in academics. That the school that let me gave me like life's best lesson, which is oh, oh. anyone will fuck you over if you let them. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you were not ready for that. Like oh, it's a like school. the people. It's a great place. <laughs> Go to school. You'll make the best friends of your life. Oh, yeah, but at the same time, we're going to take 40000 a year from you. Yeah, and when you graduate, no one cares that you have this degree, by the way. And people will actually question if your school is actually legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Lord have mercy. But honestly, dude, like, there was some good that came out of it. There has been. So, 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 so definitely, I guess, like, you lead by more by example. But, like, how would you just say that, like, oh, maybe you could talk to the quiet guy and, you know, give him some tips. Like, what would that, what would you do for somebody that wants to? But I honestly, it's difficult to really say that because, like, leading by example, I think personally is the best way of doing it. You're taking more seriously. Everybody tell um your your bite is bigger than your bark, right? So to speak, you know. But like, you know, how do you guess speak to people that I want think, to even yeah to speak to people? I guess, well, I guess in a motivational sense, because some people might just seem like, oh, this guy is just too good and he's just by himself and he didn't he does he just does it on his own. I think the best advice I can give to someone trying to be a leader, motivated, just in general, my best life advice is just be honest with yourself. And like when I say honest, I mean like I'm a very I'm a very big fan of David Goggins. So like that level of honesty where you're like, Oh, dude, you're that honest, do you want to be fit because you want to be fit, or do you want to be fit because you think that's attractive? Or do you want to be fit because I'll get you a girlfriend? No, be fit like why do you want to exercise? You got to be honest with yourself because if it's exercise to exercise, then you'll probably keep doing it for the rest of your life. If it's exercise to get a girlfriend, you'll probably do it until you get a girlfriend. If it's exercise to feel attractive, well, you'll probably do it until you start to feel attractive. So you got to be honest I, with yourself because it's really hard to like push yourself through things that you think you kind of want. Like, uh, let's just say, for instance, like a sport. Like at the beginning of the year, you thought you wanted to do soccer. And then by the end of the year, I know you really actually like soccer, but I'm just using it. Oh, oh it's my biggest drug, but yeah. But yeah, like, I totally get what you mean. Year, use whatever sport you want to talk about. But like by the end of the year, you're like, man, I'm just trying not to quit. I think my, that, that, when you mentioned that, like my reasons for everything sort of evolved, but the end goal is to join the military. And I guess now that it's no longer about just joining the military because I have already achieved that. I leave June 2nd. So, like, if I just, like, just say fuck it all by then, like, after I get in and I say fuck it all, it's like I put in all this hard work for nothing. And, like, I just want to stay in shape, just get into really good shape like I used to be. And that's that's just the, the right mindset. Don't. And that's why you kept on going. Like, like you hit a goal and you kept on going. Because you have like an image of your head and you haven't actually reached that. Like understanding why you're doing something will get you farther than any other advice I can give it to you. Because like, think about this way. You're going to be a lot better at something you really want to do versus something that you 
in passing kind of want to do or you know the more emotion you're the more committed you are the more the more there is involved to doing an action the probably the more precise better more practice whatever you want to do with it the more it's going to be so if you're honest with yourself and really describe what you want then if you go and actually follow what you want then you'll be really good at it you just gotta make that decision if you half-ass it and be like well I kind of like like for me it was education I have to ask it I, I really like wrestling that's probably my biggest passion in life and I half-assed it and did education I was like well I like to teach people I'll be a teacher well I don't really like to teach kids in class I realized that it's not bad it's not that I don't like it I actually kind of enjoyed it but I could not do that as a career it wasn't me yeah, absolutely. That's 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 what I I mean, that's what I, I finally got back in the swing of thing. I realized like, yeah, I can do be a teacher, but at the same time, that was when I when I was 18, I thought I could be. And then it just stuck out of me once I did my in-service. Like, whoa, no, I'm not there's yeah. a student that is taller than me and that will fight me. Yikes. And I, I feel like that's part of growing up. Like yeah. I feel like everyone wants an answer now. Technology has made us so ready so expecting for everything to happen this 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 is so we get anxious when things don't happen quickly you're like well i don't have my life figured out at the age of 16 oh snap i don't have my life figured out at the age of 21 step by step one foot at a time it, it's a learning process don't stress you're gonna mess up i can almost guarantee it it'd be weird if you didn't that like, would be honestly impressive but i don't think that's, <laughs> that's possible i don't think that's physically i don't think that's possible because we it's it's a human nature we gotta screw up that's how we become better as people yes yeah, like people need to understand that like you're gonna mess up it's yeah. guaranteed kids kids don't get it kids don't get it that it's all instant gratification it's the me 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 generation you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. there's so many things wrong that we try to implement and I feel like as a social experiment, we're realizing are not the best options. I think like, it's starting to turn us, it's American turning us system. against each other. Our school system, like the American school system, oh, was oh. number one in the world up until the point where the US government started taking hold and issuing standardized testing. Then we dropped considerably. And every year we've been falling. I'm just saying. We'll, we'll, I'll have you on again we'll for sure to get into that because I think I like being as an educator myself or going to be an educator I've I've learned a lot <laughs> I've learned a lot and I've had professors that like pretty much gave it to me straight <laughs> those are the nice professors those are the those are the nicest professors I've ever met I have good professors even at CSU like good school um, mm -hmm. it's 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 I met some pretty cool people, man. There's some, I mean, listen, you, I also think another thing that's motivation is having people in your corner. Um, Ivan, you're one of the biggest ones that's in my corner. Um, you begin, you see this guy would send you workouts. He'd, um, tell you keep going. Um, and like, if you actually like, what do want to listen to him? He's got a, a podcast himself and he also yeah, is starting up a gym called Valhalla. And I think it's going to be a really Valhalla good gym. And I will start the podcast. I just made it, but I haven't actually started any episodes. So you can yeah, look at sure. it. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, like, like big, big goal energy, man. That's the type of people. But, like, when you have – this is the last question. So, like, having people in your corner is the most important thing about staying motivated because, honest mm -hmm. to God, if I didn't text you guys or I didn't have anybody I felt like I could tell me to say, hey, keep going. Right now, I think it's really my brother, but, like, it's it's you it's 
like when you see other people starting to emulate you a little bit, you mm -hmm. start to think like, oh, surprisingly, it can make you kind of keep you motivated at the same time, like having one person Definitely. keep you motivated. And that's probably like not even a new lesson. That's probably one of the oldest lessons that you're going to talk about ever. It's in the Bible. It's in the Quran. It's uh, birds of a flock fly together. You know, those saying that like, yeah, yeah, you kind of you raise to your or lower yourself to the standards of those who surround yourself. Have you ever heard someone say like, yeah, if you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Huh, my mom, huh, my mom said, uh, show me your friends. I'll tell you what you are. Yeah, because that's much like I hung out with some shady ass questionable individuals, <laughs> got mm -hmm. myself into some trouble. And my mom was so right about that because, like, I feel like if you just look for good people, good people will come to you. We also have to do good. It's yeah, you have to be, be good. You have to be good. You have to have good energy, good vibes. Like, even the shitty per, even the guy. But you have to also realize that, like, never ever hang out with people that don't push you harder or make you feel like. Oh wow! I met you for a reason. Like this isn't like I. I feel like this will be like a good friendship or something that's beneficial. Because the friendship mm -hmm. develops. Be happy with who you are. Oh but. yeah, absolutely. Follow my dude Ivan on <laughs> his on his um his. Uh, okay. he, I don't think I have anything posted up yet. So. Yeah. He, well. Well. I'm I just gonna to say, guys. His name is Ivan McClay. He's a good friend of mine. He's gonna set up a business account and everything, and then uh, I'll just tag him in and everything. So like, it's kind of everything is just about a process. Like you, you just everybody expects it to kind of happen overnight. So speaking of consistency, like just so people realize, like I'm not just like no, keep going, bro. I don't care. There's no time limit to this. I'm not preaching from like the high hill, you know, on my high horse. Like right now, like my goal in sometime in future is to start my own gym. So like every day at least for like an hour, maybe half an hour. Sometimes, you know, I'll just go on my phone and flip a couple of things around. But every day I work on something for a business that I'll start, you know, two years from now. Like my life goal, maybe, maybe not two years. I don't know what, how many years, but my life goal is at some point to open this gym. So every day I make progress toward that. So right now I'm making a website. Uh, before this, I kind of wrote like a little book that I thought was really important. Like my sport and things I thought were important about wrestling. Uh, before that, I tried a little podcast series, just not kind of like see what it was like. I didn't really like it. I stopped. I'm gonna get back to that. I'm doing all these little Ivan, things. You will have it's one good. of probably the best podcasts on planet Earth because the guests that you're gonna have are just so fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hope. That's kind of like the long term goal. And when I start this business, like I'm gonna start asking people that have money. You know, like I have. Everyone has like that one rich friend. Yeah. And I have one rich wrestling dad. Now I'm going to walk up to him and I'll be like, hey, I know this is a little bit unorthodox, but I want you to be my investor. Here's my business plan. Here's my business proposal. Here's the paperwork. Here's my website. Here's this. Here's that. Here's, here is the business I have created already. I just need you to realize it in real life. Can you help I me? think people think it's, it's rude to always ask for money, but like, it's kind of easier from family, not gonna lie. Like, if you if you present them with literal like a literal business plan, they will yeah. support you. Yes, here's the thing though. 
like wording and structure. How do you structure it? How do you catch them at the right time? No, here's here's my problem and kind of acceptance of that same thing at the same time. So there's a old one of my old favorite, I guess, fables, tales. So let me give it to you. There's an old farmer, right? And he's kind of like Dr. Doolittle. He can he can hear the animals talk. And every every day he sits on his back porch and he rocks back forth in his rocking chair and he listens to the animals in his backyard talking to each other. Recently, he's become real interested with um, his two individual animals that he has, the ox and the donkey. Now the ox, his job is to plow the fields. So every day, at the same time, they put the, the thing on his shoulders, you know, they put the plow behind him. The guy starts whipping him in the back and he starts plowing the fields, you know, left foot, right foot, left foot, and it's hard work. The donkey, his goal, his job, the reason why he's on this farm is to carry the farmer to the to the market when he needs bread, when he needs milk. So his job is actually pretty easy. You know, the farmer only weighs, you know, like a buck 50, buck 60. He's not too heavy. Yeah. Groceries, you know, maybe adds 20 pounds. It, he's not light, but compared to what the ox is doing, I mean, the donkey has it easy. After work, after the hard day's work, the ox is up at the donkey's stable and he's like, Mr. Donkey, why do you get it so easy? You know, why is... Why are you only the local car? Why does he get to treat you special? Why don't you have to work hard? He's like, my back hurts. I'll plow every day. I just want one, two, maybe maybe three days at the most of a break. You know, I just want to rest. And the donkey, he felt for him. He's like, man, I understand, bro. You, you do work hard. I understand where you're at. Here, let me help you out. So tomorrow, I want you to do this. I want you to Wake up in the morning, I want you to play sick, okay? Pretend you can't work. And the farmer will make you plow, and instead you'll get the day yeah. off. Okay? Yeah, once or twice, and he won't have any problems. You'll probably get a little pissy, but you'll be fine. Lox is like, oh my God, that's a good idea. Thanks, bud. So the next day he does just like that. And just like the donkey said, the farmer, he, he couldn't make the ox work. He's like, oh man, he's sick. The farmer, he heard him talking. He knows what's up, so... He played in their little. <laughs> so he's like, okay, and the donkey's sick. So he goes over to his other helper, his wife or whoever. And he's like, okay, then the ox can have the day off. Instead, take the plow, hook it up to the, sorry, the ox can have the day off. Instead, take the plow, hook it up to the donkey. The donkey can plow the fields today while the ox rests. After uh, what was the hottest day of the year, the donkey plowed the fields left and right, up and down and all around. <laughs> hard work it was the same work the ox did but the donkey is much smaller so it was even harder for him and with every row he plowed he hated the ox more and more and more and at the end of the day when the two animals came back to the stables the ox came up to the donkey he's like hey thanks man that was a really good idea i had such a great time i got a rest i laid in the hay all day they fed me a little extra food my day was swell I'm gonna do it again tomorrow. Thank you for all your help. The donkey, he's like, he was mad. He's like, you are a lazy piece of, he had all kinds of explicit things to say for him. He was like, I can't believe I helped you. It actually made me work and plow the fields. Our friendship is through. And from that day, the donkey and the ox never talked again. Now, the moral of that story and kind of like bringing us back to the point that we we're talking about. Never help someone to the point where it hurts you and you hate them for it. 
Now that ox really didn't do anything wrong. He just did what the donkey suggested. But because that donkey offered more help than he was willing to give, that he could give, you know, whatever phrase you want to use, he yeah. ate it. He ended up hating the ox for it. That's why I say I'm iffy on taking money from friends and family because friends and family want to help you succeed the most. So if there's anyone who's probably going to give more than they're willing or more than they can lose, if there's anyone who's probably going to give too much money, it's someone who's emotionally tied to your success. And that's yeah. why I'm now the paperwork can be fine. It can be spot on. They can have everything crossed and I's teed and dotted and all kinds of stuff. But it doesn't matter if like the consequences are, you know, your stepbrother, your brother losing their life savings and you yeah. don't have anything to show for it, you know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. T's are crossed and you're like, well, he gets 20 percent of my profits if he loses all his money. Yeah, pretty much. So that is that is a pretty difficult route road to take. And honestly, I'm the type of person that would rather look for an investor than my own family. Get the money um, wherever you can. Like the yeah. people, the only place you can go for money is the bank. And there's so many opportunities outside that. Like you don't need to go to the bank. You don't have to have good credit. Like there's, if you play it smart, you can do it. You just have to, you have to research, you have to take the work and be consistent and find them. Start looking. Why like Shark Tank? Shark Tank is another. That's not a bank. That was another opportunity. Like that could be you, or it could be something less famous. It could be something as simple as, you know, a government grant for a certain kind of project, or you know, um, maybe a scholarship for a certain kind of technology that you happen to be like fiddling around with. You know, you'd be surprised yeah. how many ways there are to get money, or just asking, like we said friends family or someone you know who has the means to help out the capital yeah just make oh. sure everything you do is official and everyone understands what is to gain and lose and everyone's okay with both situations yeah absolutely it, it, it's got to be mutual because if it's not then uh, a, somebody's gonna get hurt did you like that story i was talking about earlier oh dude it was fantastic like that was probably one of the best stories that i really heard today like like, of, uh, like guys i really hope you guys like that story like if you like that story like I, it's not mine at all i ripped it straight yeah. from the richest man in babylon it's um a i got it in the, as an audiobook on whatever but there's loads of versions of it and it's just a it's a collection of like four or five stories like that they're all they're all That's fun so... and interesting to listen to and they all have what i considered like really good money advice so if you're looking to make moves with your money I figured like for the effort it takes to listen to an audiobook between work and home, it's a good investment for like 10 bucks. I don't even know who's oh, authored yeah. it. Related by different yeah. people. It's like a like these are really old stories that were originated in Babylon. And they were like universal money rules that you know, like kind of like the art of war. Like these are just things that yeah. are good for out throughout time. So like this story. Is a good storybook that millions of generations have listened to, probably. I don't know. Probably. I mean, it's been passed down since the eons of Babylon. I mean, yeah. So, again, it's called a lot that man in Babylon, translated by a lot of people. So, pick one. That's so cool, man. Well, guys, it was a pleasure talking to you, man. It was really, it was really, oh, God, Ivan, it's just. Just a good, good, good to hear from you, man. Like, one, he's a very busy man. And to finally catch him at a time when he's not busy is like, a, like, 
trying to find a needle in a haystack nowadays because we used to just go out from like hanging out every single day of the week to like not hanging out <laughs> right but but real quick i'm gonna sh- give myself a shout out if you like what i said and you're interested in i don't know, combat sports in general or anything of those sorts i wrote a book i haven't edited and reviewed by a bunch of people but when time comes i'm gonna give nick the link hopefully he can put it up somewhere you guys yeah i will i will and I'll have it, you can download it for free or you can read it for free. And next to it, I'm gonna have a donation box. If you want to donate money for the book because you think it's worth something, I'd appreciate it. A lot of time went into it, but I'd rather people know the information more than get paid for it. I think it's really important to know these things. So I, I think it's his too. A lot of little good tidbits for combat sports, wrestling, just anything that involves losing weight and competing. All <laughs> right. I um I also started a patron a patron um mm. um yeah um I haven't gotten any um backers yet but um yeah follow my I'm, I'm starting to get I'm starting I'm starting to actually get like a lot more listeners now and I want to thank everybody who's listening to this like goddamn bro like cheers to that thank thank you um guys you guys been um I put a lot of hard work into this but um follow me at my underscore motivation four twenty eight um and uh yeah honestly ivan like gosh like it's 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 been a hell of a ride you're not lying i really hope that like you enjoyed what i gotta say i hope it's kind of like what you want to out of the podcast i was just kind of talking off the top of the dome yeah that's kind of what i want that that that's sort of what i wanted and i'll talk about all kinds of things you don't even know how many conspiracies (laughs) we're we're gonna have a strict segment of just you and me i've uh yeah so i'm gonna start making little segments all right, so I'm, I'm going to end, end it right here, guys. All right, have a great day, guys. <laughs>